0: I don't have any watermelons in my garden. I go out to look and I can't find one anywhere. Lexi dug up the garden, she put a little brick pathway around it. I would go out and water that garden faithfully every single night. I don't have one single watermelon. And I don't understand it because I have a whole lot of watermelon seeds. And they've been sitting on that shelf since we started digging that garden. None of them grew. Not one of them. I never planted one watermelon seed in her garden. So I can't expect to go out there and harvest a watermelon. No matter how much I want one, no matter what the taste is, no matter the self-satisfaction of having grown it myself and carrying it in and showing it off on the table, I don't have any watermelons. You know, it's kind of the way that we can be sometimes. If you would have asked me a few months ago that the whole world would stop, I would have thought it was a bad science fiction movie. But it did. And things have happened now that this will influence these generations forever. Things are going to be different. Some people some people, they've lost all they have. Other people have lost their relatives. Some people have lost their lives. So we go out there and we look and we cannot expect to see that those that we love, our husband, our wife, our parents, our brothers, our sisters, our close friends, are going to be fruits for us on that day if we've never planted Jesus gave us a command in Mark 15, verse 15, Go ye into all the world world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved. Verse 16, He that believeth not shall be condemned. We are commanded to plant. We have to be the planters for Jesus and His kingdom. None of us want to go on that day and not expect to have a harvest. None of us want to go there and find that there are no watermelons in our garden. When I get out there, and I understand what it's like, because as a younger man, it was just terrifying to me to have to go out and to evangelize. But you know what? The greatest evangelizers that we have ever had in this congregation have been 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, who simply planted the seed by saying, would you come with me to church? And we can open the door that way and we can begin planting that way. The youngest evangelist that I ever saw I think was five or six years old who invited someone to church and his script, and Leonard disappointed me tonight, (laughs) but his script when he was out there was Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. And he invited his little friend in the sandbox to come to church with him. We can get out there and we can do that. I have no idea what tomorrow is going to look like. I can't even guess what the end of the year is going to look like. This has been a horrible year. But we are here. We are one another, with one another together in the presence of our Lord and there's nothing equal to that. So that's the lesson tonight. Now perhaps you're not a planter in the employment of our Lord. You have the opportunity to do that. You can obey the Gospel. If you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, you're willing to confess Him before men, if you're willing to repent and change your life, go down in the water grave of baptism, you'll be fruits in the garden. Perhaps tonight there are things in your lives that are hindering you from doing that. If you wish, we can pray with you and for you for support. And perhaps there are burdens in your life you just need help carrying. We can do that too. But whatever your need, would you come as together we stand and sing.